Welcome to the Awaken to Empower podcast, the show for heart-centered entrepreneurs who wish to fully step into their power and make a bigger impact in this world. If you're ready to awaken to and embrace who you are and step into your purpose so you too can manifest the business and life that you desire, then you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, Transformation Success Coach and Akashic Record Guide, here to support amazing entrepreneurs like you on their journey of awakening to who they are, of stepping into their power as they start living their life on purpose, of making the impact that they are here to make, and creating a successful and thriving business that is in complete alignment with who they are. Now allow me to be your guide that shines light onto the path that is in front of you so you too can move forward, empowered, and confident as you make the difference that you are here to make. Are you ready for that? Hey there, welcome back to another episode. Super excited that you're tuning in again. Now in today's episode, I would like to talk to you about embracing a heart-centered way of being. Now, this really has changed my life. Like when you really come from the heart, and I I tell you a little bit more about like what exactly that means, because when I first heard the word heart-centered entrepreneurs, right? I didn't really know what that meant. I'm like, okay, this is a funny way of, you know, saying you're an entrepreneur, you're a spiritual entrepreneur. What exactly does that mean, right? And it was not because, you know, until I really stepped onto my path of really discovering that it made sense that, you see, the thing is, we are not human doings, we're human beings, right? So when you really step onto this path of being in a heart-centered entrepreneur or living the way, living life from an open heart, that's when you really embrace the heart-centered way of being. So like I said, that's what I want to talk about today. So let's kind of touch on what does it really mean to live a heart-centered way of being? It really means that you're being led by heart, by your heart, by your soul, instead of ego. Because we all know ego is trying to keep us safe, right? It's trying to keep you from venturing out too far. But oftentimes you may do things that you think are the right things to do, but maybe they don't really feel in alignment. Now that's the big difference here. When you're being led by, by your heart, by soul, You do what feels right. You are in alignment because you're doing what you know you are meant to do. If you're living, you know, how life has been, you know, in a 3D world, uh, all in lack and limitation, that's ego. You act on what you think is the right thing to do. You act on what other people tell you that this is the right thing to do. Even if you feel like, "Ah, I don't know, but I still do it because this expert told me, right? So it's really living a hearts and a way of being, like living from that hearts and a way of being, it really means that you are being led by your heart, by your soul and doing what feels right. You also become more compassionate and you accept others for who they are. Now, have you ever judged someone or looked at your family members or your friends and you wish they would be different or they wouldn't act this way or they wouldn't say these things or whatnot? Maybe even try to change someone or try to mold them to your liking or whatnot. You see, the thing is, when you live a heart-centered way of being, you accept them for who they are. You don't try to change them. You don't, you're compassionate and you accept them for, you know, cause I mean, everyone is on their own journey, right? Not everyone is 
like you. Not everyone does things the way you do things or you want them. Not everyone likes what you like. So everyone is different. Everyone has a different soul blueprint. Everyone has a different way of going through life. Everyone has different set of challenges that they have to experience, right? And when you really come from the heart, when you live that heart-centered way of being, you accept them for who they are. You accept them for the journey that they're on, that theirs is different than yours. And you just, you are compassionate, even if they piss you off sometimes, right? <laughs> I mean, I get that with my son sometimes, like when he's a teenager, right? And sometimes it's like, I really just want to strangle him, right? But I have to accept that he is on his path. You know, he is going through life on, you know, I, the only thing I can do is I can be there. I can assist him. I can help him, but I cannot force him to do anything, right? So that's why you have to kind of accept people for who they are. Now, also, when you are living a heart and way of being, you live in abundance you live more in abundance versus lack. And it doesn't matter how many clients you have, how much money you make, how much stuff you have or whatnot. It's just a way of being because then you look at life and you see all the blessings. You just feel abundant. And it doesn't matter, like I said, how much money you have in your bank account, right? It's simply a way of being. You just, you're just feeling abundant no matter what. You also see life challenges more so as a gift. You it, it you allow the life challenge to help you grow. Now, I did an episode recently about your most profound your most profound teachers. I think it was episode 92 where I talk about life is your biggest teacher. The life lessons you're experiencing, but you're learning how if you live a heart and way of being, you look at life more as you know, the challenge that you're experiencing as gifts, as lessons, because they help you grow. They help you find your path instead of being in victim mode. And why did that happen to me? I'm a good person. You're like, okay, I'm responsible for this. You know, how, can, what is the gift here? And that's the next thing, like not to judge or to blame, but to really full, take full responsibility of your own life, your circumstance, your experiences. Now, everything that's happening outside of you is a mirror reflection of what's going on within you. Now, if life throws your curveball, it's because energetically you call that forth by what's going on within you. If you don't value yourself, you keep attracting people that don't want to pay you, that don't see the value in working with you, or that even people that, you know, maybe you're, you're trying to go on a date or whatnot, and the, the person you're trying to date, they don't value you. Well, that's a life knocking on the door like, hey, there's a lesson here. And when you live from an open heart, from a, like really tapping into your heart and living a heart-centered way of being, you will take a look at it. Okay, I call that forth because there's something within me that maybe I need to look at it. So you take full responsibility instead of blaming that, well, all these people that come to me, they don't have the money, they're, they, they can't afford me or whatnot. You're putting blame on them versus looking at yourself. Okay, where do I live in lack like here i give you an example when it comes to the whole lack and abundance and whatnot and you know calling stuff forth now i used to be really struggling when it comes to financial to financial abundance that was like really the lessons that i was meant to learn so i was going through a lot of circumstances a lot of experience in my life that 
made me look at things a little differently that were meant to teach me to let go and trust and feel abundant. So I had a lot of financial challenges. Like my, my business wasn't going so well. Then last year when I had gotten hurt, I didn't make the money. So I was really in lack a lot. My whole mantra was, I don't have money. I'm broke. I can't afford this. You know, people don't want to pay me. That was like my mantra every single day. So guess what I started calling for it. Uh, every day when I did my outreach calls and, you know, when every time I sent out an email or every time when I made an offer, I got nothing back. Or maybe every once in a while, I got something back. Someone said, yeah, I want to have a rating. I don't know how I did that, <laughs> you know, because I mean, I was really in so much lack that I kept calling forth people that couldn't afford me, that didn't see the value in me because I had all that stuff going on within me. But I had to learn that not to blame my situation on economy, on getting hurt, on people don't have the money or whatnot, but to look within and look at, okay, where do I feel lack? Where do I not value myself? So I really took responsibility, but I saw my life experience last year of me getting hurt and not being able to work or whatnot as a life lesson. And that's what really happens. That's what really what I mean about living a heart-centered way of being because you use your life challenges as those lessons because they help you grow. You don't judge, but you take responsibility or you don't judge or blame, but you take responsibility of your own life, your circumstance, experiences. And then you make choices. You do your own work every single day to look, learn how to look past limitation, lack, and illusions. Because all of that is trying to keep you disconnected. Now, when you come from, a, from the heart in all that you do, you become. It's really a way of being, not doing. That's really the difference. Because like I said, we are human beings, not human doings. So last year, for example, I did a lot. Well, I did as much as I could considering my situation where I was really just laying on the floor and I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't sit or whatnot. So I, but I still showed up every single day. I did all that I could do. I did my outreach. I had my phone calls. I made my offers. I did everything that I could have done. But the thing is, that's not what got me the results. That's not what helped me get out of my situation. That's not what helped me become abundant. It was a way of being. So when you learn how to really come from the heart and you look at life from a point of view, like, okay, what's the lesson here? And you really embody that. You become that person that allows abundance, that allows things to flow, that allows things to be easy. So it's really a way of being. Uh, you become that. You become all that you are meant to become to allow yourself to create the life that you want. So it's really that heart-centered way of being. And the reason why a heart-centered way of being can really help you create your life on your terms is quite exciting actually because when you allow yourself to really come from the heart when you really embrace that heart-centered way of being it's actually easier for you to notice when you are misaligned because guess what when you notice that means you become aware that you're misaligned and then you have a choice you have the choice to course correct 
awareness is powerful because it gives you the choice to, to, to choose again, to course correct. You also then don't really get distracted by lack or limitation because you just know that the money will flow, everything you need is on its way to you. Maybe you can't see it right now, but it's all on its way. The money is going to flow as long as you allow it. Now, there was actually a time this year where I had a moment of kind of like a relapse, just a quick second, because I think it was another lesson for me to kind of check in with myself. Have I, have I learned my lesson from last year? Because there was a moment when I had some bills piling up or whatnot, and that one month the cash flow wasn't as high as the month before. And there was one tiny moment when I was a little afraid when the fear was coming up, what if I slip back to where I was last year? But then I realized, no, I won't because I won't ever allow this no more because I am not that same person anymore that I was last year. I learned to feel abundant. I learned to allow money to flow in, right? So you simply, I don't get distracted by lack and limitation anymore because I have learned to feel abundant, to trust that I am supported, to trust that I'm guided, that everything that I need is on its way, is going to be there. I am fully supported in all ways, always. So when you really learn how to come from the heart and you really embrace that hearts in a way of being, you simply don't get distracted by that no more. You don't look at life from, you know, out of the lens of lack and limitation, at least not the way you used to. Maybe there's still some times when I catch myself, you know, thinking about, I can't do this, I can't do that, you know, but then it's, it's also about becoming aware to course correct, right? Like I said, it's easier for you to notice when you misalign because then you can course correct. And another big thing is, and I think that's the most important one is that you follow your heart's calling. Even if it's different than what others may expect of you, even if it's different what other people tell you should do. Now, what I mean with that is, for example, as you probably know, I mean, if you're online, you're doing an online business, you probably heard all these experts talk about, you need to be have an omnipresence. You have to create content left and right. You got to do all these different things. You have to have funnels and all of that stuff, right? But if you follow your heart's calling, you do what feels right, not what everyone tells you to do, because you then also didn't really uh, find the strength to stand in your power to choose what feels right. Now, this entire year, I really took a step back from social media. I felt so overwhelmed with everything that was going on ever since COVID started and everyone was just like pushing their stuff. I mean, it was, it's, it's ugly out there, right? And I chose to step back from social media. I still get clients. They come to me and I don't have to worry. But you see, that's what I mean is you, you follow your heart's calling. When you feel that, social media is not right for me 
And But you want to determine, is this your mind telling you, no, I'm afraid of being on social media, I don't want to be visible, then something that's something different. That's not following your heart's calling. That's not doing what feels right. That's being afraid, right? So you want to determine that, but when you know deep within that this does not feel right, and you stand in your power and you follow that, that's living your life in a heart-centered way. Because you come from the heart. You choose what is right for you. You also then make better choices and make better decisions that are really in alignment with what you want, right? Yes, you can follow someone's model. You can follow someone's strategy and all of those different things. You can go to school and take courses and buy books and do what other people tell you to do. But then you're not really following your heart. Right. But when you really tap into your heart and follow, you know, what your heart is telling you, like I said, being led by heart and soul rather than ego. When ego, when you feel that you need to do this step by step, exactly how this expert told you to do it, that's your ego telling you to do that. Right. But if you're feeling that one step of that process doesn't feel right, or maybe that there's something off about it and you tune in and you follow that your inner guidance, That's how you make stuff work. That's how a strategy that worked for others, you can make for yourself. If you follow your inner calling, if you follow what soul is telling you to do, like I said, if you don't feel called to really be on social media, then find what feels right to you. If you don't feel like doing, let's say, you know, one-on-one work or doing your, living your life, you know, how other people want you to do, to live it or whatnot. If you listen within and you do what feels right, you make then choices that are really in alignment with who you are deep within, with what you want, with what you want to experience. Because you see, the thing is when you step onto your journey to really live life from an open heart, The beautiful thing about that is you discover a part of you that has long been forgotten, kind of like put aside. It's the truth of who you are. You will awaken to the part of you that has been buried long ago by all this lack and limitation and all the stuff that's been going on that society taught you and all of those different things. Now, My life changed so tremendously. I personally have changed tremendously ever since I really stepped onto my path of really awakening and embracing my gifts and all of that. And I see it with my clients. I even see it with my family. You see, the thing is, when you do your work, it's a ripple effect. Like, isn't it, isn't there like a movie like the butterfly effect or whatnot? It's like when one person changes, when you work on yourself, when you do your work, All the people in your life are being affected. Now, and I share with you what I mean with that. Now, I've been doing a lot of healing. I've been doing inner child work. And me and my sister, we were never close. Like, I was always jealous of her. Now, I was the younger sister, you know. So, I was a little bit of a rebel, you know. And she never really liked me. We never really got along. So, there was always a lot of tension between us. I didn't even talk to her when I moved from Germany to the States. We didn't talk for years. She didn't even know of all the stuff that I was going through until years after I had gone, uh, gone after I had been divorced, right? And as I, there was a lot that was holding me back in my business that was related to her from when I was younger. So I was doing a lot of healing on that. 
And also my, my mom, I mean, my sister, they don't live very far, right? I mean, they live like 20 minutes apart and they never really spend much time together. My mom always told me she wished she would see her grandchildren more often. She wished she would spend more time with her since she can't really spend time with me since I'm, you know, <laughs> over the big ocean. And, um, and then as I was doing my inner healing, you know, really going in my records, doing inner child work, going back when I was a, you know, really a baby laying in my crib and, and doing that inner child work, it had such a massive ripple effect that now me and my sister were talking. There's no negative feeling between us. No more, no more jealousy, no more hatred or anything like that. No more envy. And now my mom actually spends more time with my sister. They, they see each other multiple times a week, actually. And it's all because I did my work. I learned how to really embrace my heart-centered way of being. And I see it with clients when they are really tapping into their heart and really letting being led by soul. They're creating success more easily. It affects them in so many different ways. So... When you learn how to really live life from a heart-centered way of be being, that's how you truly create your life on your terms because you choose based on what you want, not what other people think you should have or do or whatnot. You choose in alignment and that's how you create your life on your terms. It's so powerful. But now I want to share a couple of tips with you on how you can start embracing a heart-centered way of being. Like I said, not doing, right? It's being. It's not some specific steps that you actually do, but it's a way of being. And the first thing, and I highly recommend you do this every single day, multiple times a day, is tune in daily. Tune into your heart. Practice dropping out of your head into your heart. Because in your head, that's all ego, right? Like you're you're thinking and you're uh, contemplating or whatnot and you're figuring stuff out. That's your head. That's your ego. You don't want to be there. You want to tune into your heart. Like I said, it's a heart-centered way of being. So you come from an open heart. You tune into your heart and you become aware because then when you're in your heart, then it's also easier for you to become aware when you're not okay. Because then you have more awareness, right? When you're in your head, you don't really realize oftentimes what's going on. You're unaware that you're not okay. You're unaware of all the thoughts you're having, the feelings you're having. You know, you just kind of go, you're on autopilot, right? That's like, I think the best way I can explain. When you're in your head, you're on autopilot. But when you drop into your heart, you then may realize that, I don't like how I'm feeling right now. I don't like how this feels right now. This doesn't feel right because you connect with your heart. And whenever you become aware that something is off, something doesn't feel right, you are not okay, then you have a choice to investigate. You Because you have awareness, you can investigate what's going on. You can ask questions. What am I feeling? What's going on? What am I? Am I in resistance? What am I resisting? What is asking to be released? Whatever. Just investigate. And then heal and release whatever is asking to be released. Because I truly believe whatever comes up, whatever comes to our into our awareness is like that knock on the door letting you know, hey, I'm ready to go now. I'm ready to be released. And it's the, up to us, each and, each and every one of us, to decide what are we going to do? Are we going to 
ignore the knock? Are we going to just move away from it and just keep ignoring it? Or are we going to open the door and let it go? It's a choice. But first you got to become aware that you're not okay. And you usually don't become aware while you're stuck in your head. So tune in daily. Drop into your heart. And if you're having a hard time with really focusing on your heart center, just you can put your hand on your your fingers on your your heart uh, your heart chakra area to put some pressure on it, so you have something to focus on. You know, if you're having a hard time to really put your focus between your you know on your heart center, your your heart chakra, using your hands, putting it there, putting a little pressure there, makes it easier for you because that's like an anchor for you to focus on, right? But do this daily. Do it hourly if possible in the first thing in the morning tune in how am i feeling today what's going on and set intentions of how you want to feel and then just tune in during the day too how am i feeling right now am i still feeling okay if you're noticing that things are not going so well stop tune in what's going on investigate and you also want to decide on going on an inward journey and I set aside because it's a it's a choice you need to make. Because you can't just say, yeah, I want to live a heart-centered way of being. Because in order to connect with your heart, to really step into living life from a heart-centered way, it requires you to go within. You can't stay in your head to do that. Because also, when you go in, when you go on this inward journey... It requires you to uncover a lot of the layers of limitation, of illusions that you've lived by all your life. That's really all of those, those, the lack, the limitations, the illusions. They're simply keeping you from seeing clearly. I cannot tell you how many times I was in lack and limitation. I thought, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not good enough. I'm I'm too ugly. I, you know, I can't do this. And no one is going to want me. It's all just lies that our ego is telling us to keep us stuck. So once you start releasing those layers, those illusions, you then see clearly like, you know what? I am good in what I do. I can do this. I am meant to do more. I can make a lot of money doing something that I love. I can really impact a lot of people. Whereas before, before you really uncovered those la- those limitations, those illusions, you maybe didn't see that. Maybe you were so stuck in, I'm not good enough. I'm not ready. I need more education first before I can get started. I'm never going to find love. I'm never going to find clients i'm never gonna make the money that i want to make all of that it's all illusions it's all lies that you've lived by all your life and you know what i'm not saying this to make you feel bad or whatnot but it's okay to think about it like that but then not judge yourself and just take responsibility like you know what yeah i've lived in illusions i've been lying to myself because i am darn good i can do this So when you go on this inward journey, you will uncover a lot of layers that are then coming up to your awareness because they're ready to let go of. That they can help you then step onto the path that you are meant to step onto, that you're already on, to help you become that person that allows success, that feels abundance, that creates massive impact or whatever it is that you want. But you have to go on an inward journey to uncover. It's like peeling back the layers of an onion, right? You peel one layer back, 
and there's another layer and another layer. You kind of, the, the, the whole purpose of this inward journey is you want to get to the core because when you get to the core, that's when you, when you discover the truth of who you are. And, you know, unfortunately, it's not something that you do once and then, ta-da, I'm awakened and I'm connected. No, it's, it's a way of being, right? It, it's live, making that choice every day to come from the heart, to let soul lead you instead of letting ego have fun with you. Now, ideally, you also want to clear, balance, and activate your chakras because your chakras are very important in helping you stay balanced. If they're imbalanced, you may not feel motivated to, to do something. You may have problems feeling supported, feeling protected, and all of that. Maybe your third eye is imbalanced, so you're not really tuning into, you don't have the ability to really tune into your gifts. Same with the, with the crown chakra, throat chakra. Maybe you're not speaking your truth. You know, you're holding back, you're hiding, all of those different things. So when you can balance your chakras on a consistent basis like you know weekly monthly whatever but make sure your chakras are balanced you are bound think of it as like the yin and yang right you know there are two sides to everything so you have two sides to the chakras they have to be in balance if they're imbalanced you are imbalanced so you can do reiki i mean that's i know reiki is a great way to balance chakras now i also have a light language chakra activation meditation it's only i think five dollars or whatnot i put the link in the description of the of the episode so if you want to take take a look at it it's like i think it was like 20 minutes or whatnot where i use light language to really help you activate balance and also clear your chakras one by one so really powerful when I did it, actually this meditation, I did it for seven days. I actually also caused myself to have a Kundalini awakening, which was really, it blew my mind. It felt like my, my whole back, I had like an explosion going on. So really, really powerful. So if you would like, like I said, it's just, I think $5. Um, so I put the link in the show notes so you can check it out. And if you do decide to get this meditation, just do it for seven days initially. And then after, just do it whenever you feel that you're imbalanced again. But, you know, there are so many ways that you can balance your chakras. I mean, if you want to have a light language session just to kind of clear out whatever is asked to be cleared out, I would love to support you. But you can also go on YouTube and there are so many guided meditations and audios there and videos there that can help you balance your chakras as well. But Reiki, I love Reiki. It's really, really powerful. And I'm pretty sure there are other ways that you can balance your chakras. That's just what I know. If there are any other ways that you know of, please feel free to email me info at ksanders.com. Let me know. I'm always open to learning new things. So if there's anything that you know about that can balance chakras, let me know. I think even uh, crystal bowls, crystal singing bowls, that, that they do that as well. I have a um, heart for the heart chakra. I actually have a crystal singing bowl. So these are very powerful as well. And you can actually get one, I think they're like less than $100 or around $100 uh, for, for one. So you can even get one and do that yourself every single day to really open up your heart chakra, your heart center for that. Now, that's just one. If you want to get the entire set, unfortunately, that's a little bit more expensive. But there's so many ways that you can balance your chakras. But I would highly recommend look into that. What can you do to really balance your chakras? And like I said, I'll put the link of my, for my meditation in the, in the notes as well in the description. So you can just get that. And, you know, it's a great way to get started. 
But then ideally, you want to work with someone as well that can help you let go of the past because a lot of the stuff, the illusions, limitations that we're living by, it came from past experiences, right? And sometimes we may, you may feel afraid of really opening Pandora's box, really working with that shadow side of yourself that, you know, is asking you to look at it, it help asking you to, to let go of stuff. But oftentimes we're too close to our own stuff. So we tend not to open Pandora's box or we avoid it. We just put the stuff aside. Don't want to look at it. We may think that we've dealt with it, but maybe we haven't. So when you work with someone, they can actually help you uncover what you are not able to uncover on your own. I cannot tell you how many times my mentor told me things that really blew my mind. I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? This is what's holding me back? I would have never thought of that. I'd never came up with it on my own. And even though I have access to my records, because sometimes, like I said, subconsciously, we are resisting to find out so when you work with someone else, they can bypass your resistance because you're not there, right? Or you, they don't feel your resistance, so they can bypass it. So working with someone is really so beneficial to really help you clear your past, help you heal your past, uncover what's holding you back, and then clear and heal whatever needs healing. But the most important thing out of everything that I just shared with you is tuning in daily and connect with your heart center. If you do this daily, it really helps you tremendously because then you're also more balanced. You're more in alignment with, with yourself. It also then helps you become aware when you are in limitation, when you are being driven by ego instead of allowing soul to lead you. Because like I said, awareness gives you the choice to course correct. But if you're stuck in your head, you can't become aware because ego won't let you. So when you tune into your heart, then you open yourself up to the higher guidance. Now, I also shared in the last episode about higher guidance or tuning into the higher guidance. Because then you also then discover when you misalign, when something doesn't feel right. You get to make choices that feel in alignment. Like I said, when you embrace a heart-centered way of being, a heart-centered way of living, that's when you create your life on your terms. That's so powerful. We always think that we're, we're in limitation, that we can't live the life that we want, that we have to work really, really hard to achieve the kind of success that we want, but you don't. You really, really don't. And I didn't get it for a very long time. I was always pissed off whenever I was hearing some experts say that, well, you know, I had $7 in my bank account and I didn't know what else to do, so I just surrendered, I let go, and then, ta-da, I was successful. I always hated those, those stories because I'm like, it's not that simple. It's not that easy. Well, it can be, but it takes time for you to be ready. Once you make that choice... And going back to that example, when they said that they just surrendered, once you, once the pain is so intense that you have no other choice but to let go and surrender, that's when things become easy. It still takes time. Don't get me wrong. This is not something that happens overnight. It still takes time. But when you are ready, it will become easy. And you become ready by really tuning into your heart by tuning out your ego, by really following your heart, by letting soul lead the way. 
But like I said, please, I'm not saying this is a quick, you know, quick process or whatnot. It takes time because the more lack and limitation you hold within yourself, the more blocks you have, you know, bad experiences, you know, also your readiness plays a big role in this too. You know, are you trusting? Are you believing? Are you, how ready are you really to, how ready, willing, and able are you to really take that next step? And Please don't judge yourself if you're not. I've been on this journey for a very long time, okay? So for me, the, the financial part was really the hardest one. And I had these major smackdowns. I had these devastating life lessons because I was in resistance. But, you know, I don't blame myself now looking back for all the bad things that I experienced because, honestly, I'm grateful for each and every one of them. Because they all led me to who I am today. They led me to where I'm at today. It all happens for a reason. Everything in your life happens for a reason. You listening to this episode happened for a reason. You coming across my podcast happened for a reason. The challenge you're experiencing happens for a reason. It happens to your highest and greatest good. It helps you grow. It helps you expand. It helps you move on to your path. It helps you rediscover the truth of who you are if you allow it and whenever you're ready to embrace that. So drop into your heart, tune in every day and practice becoming aware because then you really have the power to really create your life on your terms. And choose based on what feels right to you. Okay. If you would like my help, I'm always just an email away. Just email me info at ksanders.com. Check out my website, ksanders.com. Look around. If any of the stuff that I have listed there, you know, calls to you, any of my coaching or readings or light language or whatnot, reach out or you can order on my website. But I really want to invite you to tune in daily. Do it daily, multiple times a day. It will only do you good. Okay, so thank you again for tuning in. I'm so grateful that you are here, that you have come across my podcast, that I get to be part of your journey. And even if it's just you listening to me, you listening to just even just one episode, multiple episodes, I hope you're going to stick around longer. Also, if you don't mind, if you enjoy the episodes, if you enjoy what I share with you, I would greatly appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave me a review of, you know, how do you like my show? It, I would greatly appreciate it. But like I said, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you again in the next episode. Until then, make an amazingly abundant and successful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, if you enjoyed what you have heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and also follow the show on your favorite listening platform just to make sure that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And also, if you would like some extra motivation, guidance, or support to help you step into your power and finally manifest the amazing business and life that your heart desires, or if you would like to just get more information about this podcast, then visit me at ksanders.com and also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Now, I appreciate you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazingly abundant and successful day. 